the American Express Shaping Insights podcast. If TikTok has shown us anything over the past few years, it is that consumers are looking for this two-way dialogue. Our users view creators as the experts in the field. Creators are this bridge for them to an entirely new audience, which is really exciting. It's all about connection. Ultimately, TikTok allows the community to connect with like-minded people and tribes that they feel they belong. And it really provides a place that audiences feel comfortable to express themselves. Hello and welcome to the Shaping Insights podcast presented by American Express, where we bring you expert perspectives on the latest trends in the luxury and travel industries. I'm Alexander Fiori, Fashion Features Director of Another Magazine and Men's Critic of the Financial Times, and I'll be your host for this episode. In today's podcast, we welcome TikTok's steward of luxury, fashion and retail brand partnerships, Holly Harrison. Leading an impressive portfolio of global clients, Holly will be sharing insights on the power of socials, what leads to successful campaigning in a digital landscape, and the changing nature of e-commerce at TikTok. Welcome to the Shaping Insights podcast, Holly. How are you and where do we find you today? Hi, Alex. It's great to be here. I'm in my flat in one of my favourite cities in the world, London. And I have to say I'm looking forward to the weekend, mainly because I'm off to Barcelona and we've had a really big week at TikTok. That leads really well into my first question for you, Holly, which is to ask you to walk us through your position at TikTok and how that contributes to the business function of the platform. Of course, fashion, luxury and retail has been a really exciting category for us on the platform. And it's been an amazing vertical to watch evolve and grow in my two and a half years at the business. It really is fast becoming a platform that is the home for fashion creators, designers and stylists to really find their voice, to collaborate, to share their unique style and create the next big fashion trends. As a lead for a portfolio of brands in this space globally, I'm responsible for managing those direct client relationships from our TikTok London office. And predominantly the team is working on advertising, music, creator partnerships, performance-led digital media initiatives, e-commerce solutions, and ultimately our goal is to help grow brands on the platform and help them meet their goals. TikTok impressively ranked as the most downloaded app in the world last year and has continued to do so in the first quarter of 2022. Speaking from your sector on the app, From a fashion and brand partnership perspective, that is, what have you seen contribute to that incredible growth? For me, TikTok is all about creativity and self-expression, which has huge synergies with the fashion industry. And as the TikTok community continues to creatively interpret trends in new ways, conventional style rules are challenged and that originality is born on the platform. So many things have collided to create this perfect space for fashion to take off on TikTok. For me, it's the openness of Gen Z, millennials and the wider community, but also a commitment to this unfiltered storytelling that we see and the convergence of both high and low culture coming together. I think it's really interesting that when we talk about TikTok, its name has almost become a terminology for the activity and the content being created by its users. It's like the name itself has almost become a verb. Do you recommend luxury brands adjust their marketing approach based on those user behaviours you observe? I think brands should definitely harness the power of our community and let people create content in their own way that feels both authentic and true to the platform. We really do always encourage our brand partners to create content that is bespoke to the platform. 
let's say that highly polished, beautiful, high production ad made for TV doesn't necessarily always work on TikTok. And what really matters to our community is authenticity. And people and the community will see through it if people aren't creating content that aligns with that. And a really nice example of this is Farfetch, which has been running a really playful campaign on the platform celebrating personal style. And as part of this, they've been asking the community to put their own spin on fashion looks over the years from icons like Lenny Kravitz and Heath Ledger in a way that really feels true to them. In addition, and if people don't know this man, I hope they will get to know this man. We've really seen creators like Francis Bourgeois at the forefront of luxury content. Now, we wouldn't typically expect a train spotting creator to be at the epicenter of luxury fashion campaigns, but we've really seen exciting partnerships with the likes of Gucci and North Face, who were able to tap into his following with content that wasn't expected from those brands, but was extremely creative and authentic to his community. And as a result, got an extreme amount of PR, which is ultimately always a bonus for brands in the luxury space or elsewhere. It must be really rewarding to see people tailoring their content to match your platform and the audience on the platform. It really is. I love that the luxury industry has had an ability to show a different side of their personalities as well, which clearly you've seen so well work with the likes of Gucci or Prada. They've really come to the platform to show an exciting new tone of voice for them. What do you think is unique about TikTok's approach to fashion and luxury retail brand partnership? And what have you learned about the power of social? It's all about connection. Ultimately, TikTok allows the community to connect with like-minded people and tribes that they feel they belong. And it really provides a place that audiences feel comfortable to express themselves, which is why we get a huge amount of user-generated content, which is an exciting thing for brands. TikTok really does continue to impact conversations for me around sustainability, whether it be about sharing purchases or inspiring people to shop more sustainable. And we've seen a really huge push around sustainable fashion. It's in the two billions at the moment in terms of video views. But really, it's articulated beautifully by our creator community. And we also don't really think of TikTok as a social platform. I think it's worth saying within this forum, we really regard it as an entertainment platform that is powered first and foremost by both our community and discovery. And it's not about just watching content in a way that you're not very engaged and involved, but it's about co-creating, which is what really is special for us on the platform. The fact that anybody has the opportunity to be discovered and the fact that we have an algorithm that is uniquely adjusted and created and there for that reason. And it serves everybody content based on what they love, not who they follow. Lastly, and I think this is a key one for us in the industry, is it's, it's allowing people to have a voice. And people from big names, like seeing Edward Ennefel join the platform, for example, and Victoria Beckham, icons in their own right, but also their content on the platform really shows the power and how diverse it can be. I think it's really interesting what you were just talking about, because the word that came to my mind is um, democratic. I think there's something really democratic about TikTok, not only in that it allows everyone to have a voice, but also in that it really elevates people who produce entertaining content. And it doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter where they've come from. It doesn't matter if they've partnered with a brand, which subsequently many of them do. But generally, it's just that people engage with what they're producing. I find that really interesting. It feels that it's very open, very egalitarian, very democratic. 
democratizing the fashion and the luxury industry for me is something that it's very exciting that TikTok makes it accessible to everybody. I think it's less about democratization, but more about accessibility and that that creativity and storytelling is really accessible to all. And especially around for me, fashion weeks and coming into a big season for us. It's amazing that it allows people from across the world to tap into trends, to really see what's on the catwalks and almost create the new generation of luxury fashion lovers. I um, listened to your podcast from Olivier as well. He talked about democratization as well. And I think it's amazing to have more diverse voices, different voices in the industry and really keep pushing the boundaries. I think it's really nice to talk about Olivier because I think his engage, you know, he's really fascinated with TikTok because he's always interested in the next thing. He's always interested in what young people are engaging with and how he can push forward this French couture heritage brand and really make it kind of resonate with new generations. And I think it's probably fair to say that Balmain were one of the first luxury fashion houses to engage with TikTok, to work with you guys and to really use that to kind of speak to a different generation. I think it's amazing to see brands like Balmain, obviously led by his charge, really embrace the platform. We saw their 75th anniversary show brought to you literally live on the Seine. Um, and for me, that was really special, given they were the first brand to broadcast their fashion show live. And we've really seen that be a game changer in the industry over the last year or two, taking influence from that, people finding new ways to intertwine that into their strategies. We just recently had, for example, Off-White did a 24-hour fashion show from around the globe uh, with different DJs as a real tribute there. And it's really special to see that brands are almost taking inspiration from each other and trying to be more bold together. For me, that's the magic. That's where it happens. As I said a bit earlier on, lots of people have kind of started to use TikTok as an adjective. You hear people describe something as distinctly TikTok. How does that translate for you into a commercial and retail perspective? When you bring real life and authenticity together, it's really what chimes with the community rather than content that's overly polished. I really think brands should embrace the fact that to strike a chord and really cut through, they don't need to be perfect. That's not a requirement. Far from us requesting, they change their whole brand. As I said, it's about just rethinking how they deliver messages or how they could use it as an advantage to really show a different side of their personality. A couple of examples here that really show TikTok being used in a distinctive way that you could immediately identify it as being on TikTok. I love that Burberry recently launched their new Lola bag and they're running a What is Lola campaign at the moment. But it's just so diverse and so unexpected. They have a creator called Kidnelli that's responding to a boombox accompanied by a video of him dancing with the bag. There's a chef. There's Cooking with Linja, who is a huge, huge talent and a, a cookery creator. And she's pulling things out of her Lola bag like she's Mary Poppins. And it might not be what people expect from them, but it's exciting and it's different. I wanted to ask, when you're working with brands and looking at turning content into conversion, are you discussing and profiling specific generations? I think there's quite a common misconception about who the platform's for. I think a lot of brands in the industry actually think of it as being an exclusively Gen Z platform. So naturally, brands do come to us if that's what they're looking to do and who they're looking to target the campaign to. And we have had success there. But what I would say is TikTok really is an ability to capture all audiences of all ages. And it's quite surprising to actually know that nearly three quarters of our audience are over 25, which is something 
I personally didn't expect when I joined the business and also that I think a lot of people don't expect themselves, 67%, I believe. But the reality is that when brands come to us with objectives or challenges or things that we can really help them solve, the idea is never to approach it with a one size fits all solution. That wouldn't be us doing our jobs, if I'm honest with you. We really look to create something bespoke and have TikTok campaigns that target audiences ultimately brands want to engage with and yes if they do have a younger audience we might suggest that they tap into the authenticity of a creator in that age range because again they have such clout culturally and also within that space perhaps but if brands want to engage with older audiences I think there's really exciting ways to do that we talked about um, our grandma creator earlier when we talked about the launch of a handbag really for Burberry and you'd never expect her to be doing that but she again has such a tuned in engaged audience that are of her generation and actually could create a really successful campaign so for me my main watch out is yeah don't assume really with TikTok. Holly we've already talked about a few iconic brand campaigns that have happened on TikTok we talked about Balmaz streaming of its first live fashion show across TikTok. We talked about Dior campaign, Gucci campaign, the amazing Burberry Lola campaign. But I wonder, are there any other examples of luxury brand campaigns activated on TikTok that you feel have been especially successful or memorable? As you say, we've talked a lot about examples previously, and and there are so many, which shows how scalable and how much the category's grown but one for me that really stands out is in my calvin's calvin klein launched a campaign and a hashtag challenge on the platform that really launched a cultural moment and a trend but that actually was inspired from a campaign that is very iconic and nostalgic of theirs we all definitely i know myself flicking through the pages of vogue as a younger version of myself, used to always admire those amazing print campaigns from Calvin. And they really, as a brand, found a way to take that history and that iconic campaign and bring it to TikTok in a very unique and TikTok first way. They gave the audience a chance to recreate that, showing their close-up moment and actually allowing to really let that sound on 9 by 16 vertical environment shine. And I think that's a brilliant example to show brands that it can fit into their media mix and actually it can really reinvent what they've done before, make it better. I think that Calvin Klein example is a really nice lead into my next question, which is how can luxury brands build in opportunity for their content to go viral? Um, TikTok, as it appears to its users, has a kind of unpredictability to how its content is selected and presented. How do you feel businesses can benefit from that? TikTok really try and be very transparent about the magic behind our algorithm and what makes it unique. We actually have openly released articles before about what actually is the technology behind it. And I think we discussed this slightly earlier, but TikTok's unique for you feed shows people this content based on what they like rather than who they follow, which gives anybody and brands this chance to be discovered and to go viral But what can really practically also help brands is jumping on trends, whether that be hashtags or sounds on the platform. And actually, as a business, we're really trying to give businesses this opportunity to access that in a really easy and efficient way. We've recently launched a creative center for our clients where they can actually on a daily basis access trending hashtags, trending songs in our commercial music library, top performing creative content, which 
gives everybody a fair chance to have a crack at TikTok, do it well, and have an opportunity to have their viral moment and really stand out on the platform. I wanted to move a little bit away from discussing the creation of the content and slightly more to how you measure its success. Short form video is now synonymous with TikTok, but how do you recommend luxury brands gauge the success of their creation of their content? Is there a rule of thumb for interaction? Do you recommend looking to likes or shares versus views, for example? Do hashtag challenges still drive the most momentum between users and brands? I just think it would be really interesting to talk about all of those ideas and how you measure the success of a piece of content. I couldn't agree more. I think it wouldn't be a conversation about the advertising industry in some way or the category if we weren't talking about how we actually physically measure success. What I would say is while you talk about short form, I think it's important to realise that as TikTok in its own right is known as an entertainment platform more broadly, we've seen a lot of success as well from long form. So we now have three minute videos, for example, and we really recognise the importance of storytelling and longer form storytelling more broadly. And I think measurement isn't a one size fits all situation either. So ultimately, it would really depend on what the specific brand was trying to achieve. I'd say first and foremost, capturing the creativity of the community, engaging with them is about measuring creations. So using our content ad formats, you discuss some of them like hashtag challenges, branded effects and filters, branded mission. And we've seen so many luxury brands do that so successfully. Recently, Burberry had a branded effect, which was labeled happy tears. The the monogram, literally people could cry the monogram. But there you'd be specifically talking about creations. How many people have been so impressed and how much they've admired the content that they've actually physically created essentially an ad for you? When it comes to the tools that we have around measurement, Really, real-time monitoring is something that I'd say the brands need to tap into. We offer dashboards and in-app metrics and data and campaign tracking just to give brands this immediate picture of actually how it's performing, whether that be looking at engagement rates, if that's really more what they're thinking about for the overall objective, or more about clicks and conversions, if ultimately sales is the objective. In terms of what we put the most value on, I think in this conversation, I think creations is important and actually... There's no bigger validation, is there really, that the community feeling so compelled that they're actually going to create and join in on your trend that you've actually thought about, launched on the platform and are using as a major part of your campaign. Connecting with that, I want to ask, if you were a luxury brand starting out on TikTok, what would you say are the top three best practices to successfully reach and engage the TikTok community? My three key pieces of advice on getting the most out of the platform would be First and foremost, focus on creating entertaining content that the community can not only be inspired by, but also co-create with. If TikTok has shown us anything over the past few years, it is that consumers are looking for this two-way dialogue that we're talking about. So really brands should focus on this content that's actually more about participation and feels native. I think it's important to just not think about TikTok as a tool for your Gen Z audience. I think really just knowing that we have this global community of over 1 billion people around the world and that our platform really is home to this content that is relevant to everybody, no matter your age. And really our research has found that mindset matters more than age, ultimately. Essentially, you're ageless on TikTok. And people across age ranges really share similar values, behaviours and attitudes. So I think it's more thinking about that side of the coin than necessarily actual demographic age. 
And then lastly, I would say that it's about making the most of TikTok's engaged, creative and incredibly unique creator community. I've never been more impressed by a talented group of individuals than we do with our creators. And I think it's worth saying we do call them creators for that reason, not influencers. But brands should really think of them not as a short-term solution, but actually as this true co-creation partner that you can build a long-term relationship with. We're really seeing this on TikTok, that shift for creators being much more involved at the very early stages of campaigns and having input all the way from that conception of the idea all the way through to execution. There's been some lovely articles organically about creators being the new creative directors. And to some extent, I really agree with that. They are doing what brands want to do ultimately, but for their own personal brand. They know what their audience engage with and they know how to achieve that virality and having brands tap into that is such an authentic and easy maybe isn't the right word, but a really effective way of achieving your objective and actually finding success on the platform. Off the back of that directly, saying that working with creators is incredibly important, I wanted to ask how would you recommend luxury brands approach working with TikTok creators? Are you noticing a greater shift to focus on micro and nano creators or nano influencers versus the larger kind of macro identities on the platform? I'm really glad you've asked this because on TikTok, based on the fact we're we're all built to be about discovery and a personalized for you feed, which is not about who you follow. It's about that incredible creative content. We would really ask brands to not think about the size of a following, but more think about how they're creating. How does that resonate with your brand? We talked about these creators as the new creative directors. That is really what they're doing. They're investing their time and energy into creating because that's what ultimately gets results. And I think with fashion and luxury specifically, and those brands that want to resonate with that billion strong audience, creators are this bridge for them to an entirely new audience, which is really exciting from a marketing perspective in itself. And also creators can then connect these brands with their really hyper-engaged followers to deliver messages that do feel really native and also show a more relatable side to luxury brands. When brands find the way to include creators as part of their storytelling, it builds this relationship with the community that really drives these measurable results we've been talking about. Because our users view creators as the experts in the field. We've seen actually through more research that the brands that found time and space and budget, let's say, to partner with creators really saw such an increase in brand favorability as well, well over a quarter. So it's actually also shifting metrics as well for them working with talent, regardless of whether they're macro or micro. What I did want to ask is what challenges have you seen luxury brands encounter when launching on TikTok? I think the main challenge we find is around that move away from this overly polished aesthetic that maybe luxury brands are more used to for their other platforms. And as we said, it really does create this chance to show a new side of the personality and tap into consumer trends and and be more lo-fi with your creative. But I think it's scary. Let's be honest here. And actually, instead of being restricted and thinking about what luxury fashion is supposed to be or what it's supposed to look like, I think brands would do amazingly to think more about how 
they could play into that TikTok aesthetic and use native features and work with creators that are born on TikTok and have really found their virality through the channel. Speaking of consumers, a more native integration of e-commerce into TikTok has been an ongoing conversation globally. What plans does the platform have to integrate shopping into content and how can fashion, luxury and travel businesses utilize this function best? So alongside the range of shoppable ad products, we actually launched TikTok Shop in the UK, which is a solution that enables merchants and creators to sell directly through their TikTok accounts. It introduces this ability for our community to purchase directly within the TikTok app, whether that be through in-feed video or through live stream. And a product showcase tab also, you have the ability there on a brand or a creator's profile page to click directly through to a product via a product link. It's an incredible solution, really. And it creates this moment where our community can now discover a fashion trend in real time and then take action immediately and right away make a purchase. But it doesn't have to be functional. You can still create exciting moments when it comes to e-commerce and commerce. We've seen great executions in TikTok shop in the UK, whereby brands like Aless, for example, they took it one step further. They were celebrating their autumn winter collection. And they did this with a shoppable live stream concert that was fronted by Swedish singer-songwriter Zara Larsson, who's one of their brand ambassadors. But it was also supported with a targeted ad campaign and a branded hashtag challenge. And this campaign, Be Bold, performed incredibly well. I think it sits at over 4 billion views. And it just shows that just because we're talking about topics like e-commerce, the fact of being creative and being joyful and connecting with your audience doesn't change. It still really allows you to completely supercharge consumer experiences, but also have business results. So for me, that's a, a brilliant combination. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that one develops for brands in the luxury space as they feel more comfortable with it and investigate how they can integrate seamlessly into the TikTok shop solution. I wanted to switch focus a little bit now, Holly. You've mentioned sustainability a few times. And I wonder, how have you seen certain behaviours, such as the rise of social, political and sustainable conversations on different platforms, have an impact on consumer habits on TikTok, or in turn on the type of experiences you offer your users? It's a brilliant question. I think we talked about entertainment, but entertainment doesn't have to be funny entertainment can be serious and emotive and really connect with people on a serious level sustainability is a brilliant category to talk about this through the lens of if you think about when influencing trends the tiktok community does respond well to brands that have this strong stance and sustainability focus we talked about it being a place where people can express themselves and their personality and this doesn't end with serious topics we definitely encourage that authentic conversation that feels real to a brand if it's important to them elsewhere but definitely it needs to be important to them in other channels and feel like the right conversation to be having and I did talk about this earlier but we really do see TikTok as this home to a really active community that are very engaged and not only do they talk about sustainability but they really share an extreme amount of content so we talked about it directly related to fashion but Save the World, for example, has 3 billion views and content neutrality has nearly 200 million views. It, it actually segues into really serious topics and people are having really exciting conversations around this that are gaining traction on the platform and, and really allowing us to think about shopping more consciously. In a recent Shaping Insights episode, our panel of travel experts touched on the importance of embracing social media to document and educate on new and upcoming travel destinations. 
Holly, what do you think TikTok offers to the travel industry? I'm really glad you asked me that, Alex, because I personally, in my spare time, travel is my absolute passion. So unsurprisingly, my For You feed is basically completely travel content and fashion content. So really well aligned for me. I'm going to mention the A word again, because I actually think for the travel industry, that's something that's really exciting. It allows people, both brands and destinations to really show up authentically. And for me, it gives the users this ability to actually be transported into the location, the immersive nature of TikTok, the fact it's full screen, sound on. You could take people to that little cafe on the Champs-Elysees, or you could take them to a beach on the Maldives with sand in their toes. Sound is immersive in its own right, but also visuals and video. And I think it really captures such an incredible essence of travel. And also rather than sending travel influencers, you have this opportunity to partner with talent that live in a destination or understand it or can really culturally talk to that place, which definitely for me means that social media or with TikTok and entertainment platform actually is the perfect space to really talk to your brand and to the experiences or the services you have to offer. I did want to ask what brands in the world of travel have you seen do interesting things on TikTok and can you give us some examples of their content? Definitely. I think we talked about transporting people to destinations, but what's brilliant is Everyone on TikTok is quite nosy. They want to see every part of your life. And I mean that both in fashion, travel, every category. So it's not just about the perfect moment when you step off a plane and you breathe in that hot air. It's actually how you get there, more practical, kind of leaning into learn on TikTok. We see with airlines quite an exciting hybrid of content coming out where people are documenting their journeys in the airport in the lounge, in the, whether they're in the first class BA lounge, whether they're traveling on an Emirates flight and they're recording their first class experience, it's organically happening. And we've seen brands like British Airways really tap into that and have people document their journey to Singapore. One exciting thing is we actually booking.com launched on the platform recently and they've really, really been heroing different destinations around Europe. And I know for me, when I've watched the ads, it doesn't feel like an ad. It feels native and it feels enjoyable. And it's giving me a little flavor of that place and definitely meaning that I add it immediately to my bucket list of where I'd like to travel. So you see the immediate impact there. It's really exciting. And my final question for you, Holly, and quite a natural question is, what is next for TikTok? What can we get excited about engaging with in the future? What a big question to end with, Alex, I must say. For me, I think we'll see this continued blurring of boundaries between community, shopping and entertainment on platforms like TikTok, creating this environment where luxury brands can connect with their communities and in real time. At TikTok, we want to play an even bigger role in making fashion more accessible to the wider audience, community, creators, brands, and also make it easier for fashion fans and lovers to explore style fashion trends and content, all from their phone and the palm of their fingertips. I think we could talk for hours more, Alex, but I think that's a brilliant place to end. Holly, thank you so much for your time and thank you for sharing your thoughts for the Shaping Insights podcast. It's been a pleasure to discuss the evolving nature of TikTok, consumer behaviours and what drives conversation and brand awareness around such an impactful and growing digital platform. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. TikTok has absolutely loved being part of such an important conversation. We hope you enjoyed this Shaping Insights podcast presented by American Express. Don't do business without it.